Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Messy Bitch Podcast. Uh, I am Ali, and uh, I cannot wait to do this podcast. I've actually filmed this intro so many times, and it never sounds right, and I've just given up, and I'm going to keep the intro however it turns out now. So I hope it's not very cringe, and I hope it turns out somewhat good. Also, um, I'm talking very loud because I don't have a professional microphone, so I'm filming this on my iPhone uh, in my voice recordings. Also, sorry for saying um, like every two seconds because I'm so nervous. Like I'm, I'm sitting here and I feel like I'm just, I'm gonna, ah, I'm, it's just, uh, I'm so nervous because I've never filmed a podcast and I'm just talking to myself all alone in a room. Uh, which, you know, usually wouldn't seem very nerve-wracking, but because I didn't really want to edit this voice because I wanted to wanted to sound very natural and I wanted it to sound like I'm sitting down and I'm talking with the people who view my podcast. But because I'm sitting here talking to myself into a, for a, a phone, I'm so scared that I'm going to mess up my sentences and it's going to make no sense. So if you know, I sound a little nervous and anxious, it's because I am, uh, but I'm trying to be confident and I'm going to try and express my opinions the best I can. Uh, this podcast idea was born last night around 11 o'clock. Um, I, two years ago, I went to a camp with uh, a girl called Zoe and another girl <laughs> called Amu and obviously the other camp members. Uh, and I met Zoe again two weeks ago in the same camp um, and she was helping in the camp but I don't really want to talk so much about the camp and her connection with the camp because I obviously I don't know how much she wants people to know about that so I'm going to keep it very simple but yes yeah, so basically I went to this camp again two weeks ago and I saw her and uh, I talked, started talking to her uh, again and it was so fun because we used to talk a lot uh, especially because we knew each other when we were little but we didn't find out that we knew each other from when we were little but two years ago we met again and on Friday which was the last day of the camp we were like oh my god I know you and turns out we knew someone uh, she went to school with I think and we knew him because he was like a family friend uh, so it was pretty cool uh, and then we talked a lot and then we just stopped talking for some reason uh, because you know we parted ways we didn't really go to camp anymore and it's been two years and we both changed so much and then we got talking again uh, in this camp and we you know we started texting and I found out that she has a podcast with uh, Amu this other girl in the camp who I eventually haven't talked to her since two years ago when we went to camp uh, so I don't really know anything about her but they have this podcast called uh, Mixed Files with Amu and Zoe I will put it in like the description of this episode so you can go follow them it's an amazing podcast I really really enjoy listening to it they mainly read like underrated books or famous books like and there's no really in between like they read um, books which I've never heard of my entire life and they've also read To Kill a Mockingbird which is a very famous book and if you haven't read it I really recommend reading it I really like the book 
uh, but they read like that book and then they read uh, other books which are really underrated and then a lot of times they do interviews with the authors which I think is amazing I've done interviews with authors before because I edited the um, school newspaper for a year I worked on the school newspaper I did like these little facts uh, which was really fun and I'm hoping I can get into the school newspaper next year as well uh, so uh, I, we did a lot of interviews with poets and authors because one of my friends she had uh, good connections with them and it was it was so interesting especially because when someone writes a book you always wonder like what was going on in their mind when they wrote this especially when it's those really interesting books personally an interesting book for me is The Secret History uh, by Donna Tartt it's a really amazing book uh, by and oh it's just it's so good I'm reading it right now I've almost finished I've got like two chapters left or less and it's it's crazy because it's so psychological it just it messes with my brain so much and I always wondered like how did she manage to write that how did she write a book which feels like the person who's manipulating everyone around them is manipulating me. And I've almost finished this book and I feel like I've been manipulated by these characters. And I feel like, I don't want to put any spoilers so I'm being very careful. Uh, but it feels like I'm being manipulated by these characters and I'm being sucked into the story. And I've, I've always been so mesmerized when authors manage to do that. So I think it's very interesting what goes on inside the minds of authors and poets and musicians and just every person who's an artist it's so interesting because it's so interesting and unique how the human brains can think so different and I'm personally not a big fan of abstract art but there are some abstract art which I really like especially because then you get to see what other people see in it the abstract the kind of abstract art I don't like is when it's just like shapes on a piece of paper and I mean, I'm not one to judge people's art tastes, and you don't have to agree with me, but I've never really liked abstract art. I've always been more of a classical art person. And I'm currently sitting in this room, and I'm just looking at all the art surrounded by me. There's so many pictures, and it's just classical art. But at my own house, because I'm not currently sitting in my own house, um, we have these ab- these, these abstract pictures because my mother, she really likes abstract. Uh, and it's basically just shapes. And I don't see what my parents see in it. But uh, I'm not gonna judge their taste because obviously it's not my flat which has those abstract paintings in. And when I move in my own house, I will be having pictures and paintings which I like and not paintings that they like. Just like how in my room, it's filled with a bunch of paintings and needlework and I really find embroidering very fascinating uh, I've never been good at it my grandma and my mother this is probably very confusing my mother my birth mother and then I have a stepmother so I'm going to refer to them that way my stepmother is the one who likes uh, abstract art my mother uh, she um, she embroidered a lot she was also an artist uh, as a hobby that wasn't her main job but she loved art and she was a very classical 
art person. So she painted realistic paintings, not really abstract, but she also did embroidering a lot of times. And it's, it's so pretty when people make like pictures embroidered. I find them very beautiful and creative as well. But I'm so sorry, I was ranting. I don't know how I got to art. That's not what I was talking about. So basically, <laughs> I, Zoe and I were talking about her podcast. Uh, and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to make a podcast. And she was like, go for it. You should definitely do it. And I was like, no, like, I don't have any ideas. I'm just going to rant on like I did right now. I don't even know how I got to art. Like, I'm just going to rant on. I don't really have any topics to discuss. Uh, and she was like, it's, it's like, it's fine. Like, you can do it. Like, you're so interesting to talk to. She was basically just like bringing up my ego. I love her. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to make one. Like, I am going to make a podcast. And here I am uh, making my podcast. And I also, this is completely for fun. I don't care whether it's four people watching this, listening to this podcast or 4,000. Because either way, I would just be happy to talk into this camera and rant on and on about it. The reason I really like podcasts is because you can do other things while listening to podcasts. And also there's so many people who have such calming voices. I personally, I think I have a very strong voice. So I, I don't think I could fall asleep to my own voice. Like it's a very strong and a confident voice. Um, especially now when, when I'm shy, because I can be very shy. My voice isn't like this. But like Zoe, I keep coming back to her. I admire her so much. Uh, on their podcast, she has such a calming voice, just a beautiful voice. It's it's so nice to listen to. I've, and I've always really admired people's voices. I find them so beautiful. And also just... I find everybody gorgeous, like, society has created such expectations of what you have to look like, what you have to be like, but that's such, I don't want to swear, I was going to say, like, um, that's such, like, bullshit, because you don't have to look a certain way or act a certain way to be attractive, because you could put, like, the most, like, the ugliest person in the world, like, in society's views, the most ugliest person in the world in front of me. And I could find you something nice to say about them. But I feel like that's not completely true. Because personality has such a big impact on how you view a person. Like you could be the prettiest person in the world. Or the most handsome person in the world. And I will still judge you based on your personality. But... You know the whole don't judge a book by its cover thing? I've met people who said that they don't judge people of their looks at all. And I think that's stupid because it, the only time you don't judge someone of their looks is when you're blind. If you can see the person, they stand there in front of you, you are judging them based on their looks. It might be unconsciously, you might not be doing it on purpose, but it's not embarrassing to admit that you are judging someone based off of their looks. Because it's completely normal and it's a natural human instinct to judge someone of their looks. What I think isn't good is when you only judge someone of their looks. But I think there's also some times, some environments, where judging a, judging a person just on their looks can be valid. Like the human brain has a very 
this bit of protection which where you see someone you're like straight like this person doesn't look like i can trust them this person doesn't look like i can talk to them or they just don't look like someone who i can trust and that's such like a human instinct and in some environments i think it can be valid like if you're i don't know running away from a murderer i'm trying to think of like a good um scene to like explain this with but let's say you're running to a murderer and you can see two people and one or based on their looks you don't, they don't really look like you can trust them and the other one based on their looks looks like the most trustworthy person ever and you may be wrong but your natural instinct is going to ask the trustworthy person for help let's say i don't know you're running from someone um or you're just trying to escape from someone who is um catcalling you in the street or you know trying to take you home and you don't want to go home with them and you see a guy who you he doesn't really look like trustworthy and you see a woman and i feel like because of the situation your first instinct will be going over to the woman because she's probably experienced this and she'll probably help you and obviously this might not be true in every way because the woman might be the most untrustworthy person who will leave you there and be like fend for yourself like deal with it yourself like i don't want to get involved and there's obviously some times when that will definitely be the outcome but because of your whole like the psychology of it and your brain going straight to like oh this person seems trustworthy like that's going to work like that like you're going to go to the person you find trustworthy and that's when you're going to judge a book by its cover and you, because when you're you have to make a quick decision you're not going to start trying to find out things about themselves when you're running away from a murderer or something you're not going to be like oh so where did you go to school how is your uh, relationship with your family like that's not going to be the first thing you ask like you're going to be running to the person who based on their looks looks trustworthy uh and i think that that's a lot that's why that's times you do judge a book by its cover but other times i think it's very important to remind yourself to not just judge a book by its cover because also because of stereotypes and everything i feel like stereotypes have a very strong impact on racism as well where if someone's been brought up their whole life the environment they were around it's like especially in the 80s and 90s it's like black people are bad black people are dangerous they are in gangs they are robbers and i feel like that's because of this stereotype because you grew up like that you see them and straight away your brain goes like no we were told these people are bad these people are scary like you got to stay away from them and i feel like that's why a lot of people who grew up in racist environments or like homophobic environments are also racist because they grew up like that and people who they look up to told them that that is wrong and uh because of the stereotypes they look at someone and if they have a different skin color and they like they have a black black skin and because they were little they were told like that's bad that's bad you're going to like you're going to run away not literally run away but metaphorically run away like you're not going to befriend the person who you were told your whole life that they were scary and that they were bad people
and obviously this is no excuse for racism because racism is a horrible horrible thing and i mean i don't want to just talk about that this episode because that's not like my main like my main topic is not racism and i mean if people are interested i can make a whole episode just based off of racism and homophobia but that's not the topic that i want to discuss i wrote so many topics down but i might not use them all in this episode because uh i talk a lot and i've already ranted about things which i wasn't going to talk about but i think that's fine because i mean it's my podcast and i can rant on about anything that i want uh, and uh, the same with homophobia is if you've been brought up like oh like men who wear dresses that's so bad and it's like unnatural you're not going to go up and you're going to compliment a guy's dress if he's wearing a dress outside because you're going to be told like that's bad and weird and it's unnatural and it's not what society expects of you so you're going to be like oh well I guess like I can't befriend this person So, because you can't befriend this person in the way you have been taught, it's like you will naturally not go up to that person and you will like do a big circle around them, like you will not um, go and associate with that person. Again, metaphorically, that doesn't mean that if you see a guy in a dress, you will not walk past him, you'll walk a big circle around him. I just mean metaphorically, if you have a friend group and they try to befriend this guy, you're not going to want to be friends with him. If your whole life you've been taught that this per- this is wrong, this is bad, this isn't natural. So obviously you're going to do things which in your brain have been taught to be natural, to protect yourself because, of, because you thought that that's protection and you were told your whole life that that's protection. You're going to go straight to, I'm not going to befriend this person because I want to protect myself. Uh, and I think that that's very... Str- and I might, I might be wrong, and I'm sure that not everyone has the same view as me. Uh, but I still think racism and homophobia and any kind of discrimination is a horrible thing. Because I don't understand why we can't just all, like... Like, get to know each other through your personalities and not the way... Not the colour your skin is, not the way your hair is, not the sized clothes you wear, and things like that. Like... Obviously, if someone's plus-sized, you're going to notice that they're plus-sized and it's going to be in their looks. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be their whole personality. Like, their whole personality isn't going to be that they're plus-sized. And they may be, like, the nicest person you've ever met, but you won't befriend them because they're plus-sized. Or they might be the nicest person you've ever met, but you're not going to befriend them because they're a certain race or a certain sexuality or a certain gender or anything else, you know, etc., etc., And I think it's very important that, especially as parents, I mean, obviously I'm very, very far from being a parent. Uh, I have many, many years to go, but when I become a parent, because I do want to become a parent, uh, I will definitely teach my children that there are some people which you have to stay far from. Because if someone's abusive, you're not gonna treat them the same way you treat like a really kind person. Because obviously, again, that's part of their personality and whatever. And also because if a old person is very friendly with you, and I don't mean friendly like they invite you to tea and give you biscuits, I mean very friendly like if they're touching your thigh on a family gathering, that's probably a little too friendly. Like 
please. My headmaster, he kept touching my leg on a school trip. And the problem is that I'm not really sure what it was and whether it really counts as, I guess, sexual assault. I don't really think it counts as sexual assault. I think he was genuinely just being, he was genuinely just being genuine. Uh, and he was just, you know, being nice uh, because he's very old and he doesn't really understand modern ways of the whole, hey, like, I'm going to touch your leg because uh, I want to give you comfort. And it did make me a little bit uncomfortable, but I don't think that it had anything to do with that. I think it was just a nice gesture, which was executed very badly. And I think the same thing with PE teachers is, yes, it's very common for PE teachers to get uh, sexual assault crimes, but also a lot of time when you do handstands and things like that, and the PE teacher goes to touch your waist, they're not sexually assaulting you. And I think that's such bullshit when people say that, oh, they're sexually assaulting you. No, they're not sexually assaulting you. All they're doing is making sure you don't fall on your head. Because if you fall on your head in PE class, it's going to be their fault. So them touching your waist to hold you up isn't sexual assault. Or them holding your hands to help you throw a ball good isn't sexual assault. And I'm not saying that it's impossible for PE teachers to be se- to do sexual assault. And obviously, there's a very big difference between helping you in PE class and sexually assaulting you in PE class. And I'm not a PE teacher, but I feel like a lot of PE teachers can definitely uh, relate to the fact that they've been told and they've been told that, hey, like, oh my God, he's sexually assaulting me or she's sexually assaulting me. But they're not, they're just helping you out. And obviously I get that it can also be very bad kids humour that, oh no, he's sexually assaulting me. But also it's like, come on, like, let's be a little realistic here. Uh, but obviously sexual assault, it's a very broad topic. And again, not one of my bullet points for this episode. But I, yes, it's a very important topic. And it's very important to discuss with children as well, I think. Because a child doesn't realise what's nice gesture and what's sexual assault. So again, I feel like it's very important to sit down with young children and explain to them what it is. Maybe not like as broad and as detailed, but in some ways you have to explain to them that, hey, if someone's touching you and you feel uncomfortable or saying things to you and you feel uncomfortable, like you have, like, you have to be careful and you have to tell someone uh, that this is making you uncomfortable or the person you're talking to, you have to tell them that this is making me uncomfortable. Because especially when you don't make kids understand this, there's so many sexual assault um, topics and sexual assault crimes and there's so many people who just, they don't tell people when they've been assaulted. So they never get their justice because I feel like it's been turned into such a shameful thing. But it shouldn't be shameful and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about sexual assault. And again, I have, I don't really know. I can't really talk about this topic from experience. I haven't been sexually assaulted. I've been catcalled, but I don't like. That's also also just that's also disgusting, but it's not. I don't think it really counts in sexual assault. In some ways, it does, 
But in my experience, the way I've been catcalled, I don't think it counts as sexual assault in my mind. Uh, it's a disgusting thing, and I would really like if it wasn't, uh, like it wasn't happening around the world. But it didn't really affect me mentally because I don't know. It, it was like the drunks in my local park. So it, it didn't really affect me that much. I kind of forgot about it. Sometimes, like, when I talk about it, I remember, like, oh, yeah, like, that kind of sucked, and I felt very uncomfortable. But it didn't, like, it didn't affect me in any way. So I'm I'm fine with that. But again, back to the PE teacher thing, like, also, I feel like if people have some kind of trauma with it, and they don't like people touching their waist or anything, it's also very important to tell your teacher that, hey, like, I don't feel very comfortable with you holding my waist. Like, can you please stop? And I'm sure they will understand. Or they'll tell you that, but we need to. And you'll be like, do you come? Like, is there another way? Because I don't, I really don't feel comfortable with this. And I'm sure most teachers will understand. There will definitely be some who will start arguing with you. Like, but I have to, it's my job. And in some ways they are right, but also because their job is to make kids feel comfortable especially because they spend more time in school than at home it's very important that they have a comfortable environment which they're not afraid to speak up in or they're not afraid to be in so i think it's very important that teachers also um they look at the kids point of view and they care about their students enough to understand if they feel uncomfortable with their waist being touched or their anything being touched i mean if you give them a hug and they don't feel comfortable with a hug I mean they should have the confidence to tell you and not be scared to be like no I'm sorry I don't really feel comfortable giving hugs uh, and this is like the whole thing which is like I guess normal in society is because it's been told to like if you're not like it's it's been told that this is something to be ashamed of but it's not something to be ashamed of because it's not even your fault like the person who should be ashamed is the person who assaulted you and not you who's been assaulted you shouldn't be ashamed of it the person who assaulted you should be ashamed of it and that's why i I find it absolutely disgusting especially because there are teenage boys in my school who talk about girls and women just so disgustingly and it's it's so crazy because i'm like Jesus Christ, you are like 14, like how can you be saying these kinds of things? So I think it's very important to talk about children, uh, to talk to children about these topics, and teen teenagers, and especially I think it would be very good if schools had classes which taught about this. Uh, mine doesn't, there's probably some schools which do, mine doesn't, I really wish it did, I feel like it would be very important to tell children about topics like these and mental illness and things like that especially in their teenage years when this is so common uh, they shouldn't be ashamed of having problems and things like that like that shouldn't be a shameful thing that they shouldn't be ashamed of having problems and things like that and i've been talking for 27 minutes which is pretty crazy but this is like yeah the whole normal thing in society i mean i grew up with my dad's best friend he was gay uh my dad's like really close friends they were all like there was a there was some from who was black there was indian asian 
uh, gay, straight, bi, you know, whatever, like everything. And I was always brought up like, this is completely normal. And then a lot of people are like, oh my God, I don't understand how gay people fall in love with each other. And I'm like, the same way you fall in love with your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband, um, it's just love and you can't really stop it. It's like, how do you fall in love with someone of the same gender as you? The same way that you fall in love with someone as a different gender. Love isn't something you can just control. You can't fall in love with someone and then snap out of it and be like, oh, I'm not in love with this person anymore. And then it just stops because that's not how it works. So people shouldn't be ashamed of falling in love with someone. Because it's not a shameful thing to have a crush on someone or falling in love with someone. So someone falling in love with the same gender as them is the same way that you fall in love with a different gender as you. And it's just the way the human brain works. And I think we should stop like discriminating and slandering people for just love, for just love. It's like hating someone because they love someone. Because love, it's such a beautiful thing. And I mean, it's like one of the small, small, many, many beauties in life. I mean, I've, I've been doing this thing for like a year now where I just stop in random places. It could be a park, a bus stop, uh, a beach, school, any, like anywhere. And you can just stop and you just look at your surroundings. And especially when it's people, it's kind of like people watching. You just look at people. And just, just to admire humans, it's so crazy because, I mean, when you see a couple, and I don't mean the couples who are eating each other's face off on the bus, that is not the kind of couples which I like to see. Um, I mean, like when you're sitting in a park and there's this couple having a picnic and it's so adorable and it's just these tiny, tiny romantic gestures and just love itself is so beautiful and watching it it just melts my heart I'm so happy when I see people in public and also just friends or just genuinely when there's two people sitting I was at the beach last year and I was um, rock fishing I don't really know what it's called like rock pulling rock fishing it's called rock pulling I was rock pulling and then I sat down on a rock and I started drawing and there was these two people in front of me who were complete strangers and one was sitting on one of the rocks and then like two rocks um, further there was a guy sitting, one of them was a girl, one of them was a guy. Obviously me, I had no right to assume that these people were straight but I was just going with it because I mean I was my own person and I wasn't, you know, it was just kind of my own little fun fantasy uh, and they were sitting next to each other and they were both reading books. And I was like, imagine if they started talking. Imagine if, I don't know, they were reading the same book and they started talking. And I think I'm very delusional in some way. And I really like coming up with ran- the most random stories about people. Like I'll be sitting on the bus and I'll see someone and I will come up with their whole life story. And I won't do anything with this life story which I made up. I mean, it would just be like this little piece of myself which I I made up and it's like this person who I created in my head like a complete stranger who I just made up a whole life of I mean it could be anywhere from this person is an author or an underrated singer or it could be 
uh, story which is like this is an elf from an enchanted forest who came to the human world to uh, discover what people are like so it could be the most random stuff so but these two people they were sitting here and reading the book and I imagined that they start talking about books and they just fall in love and that would be so romantic and I mean I'm a hopeless romantic uh, and I it's such so beautiful just imagining all these stories in yourself and it also it keeps your creativity and your mind flowing I feel like especially in modern society we've been like handed everything and told that this is this this is this, this is blah, blah, blah. and then we just we don't be we're not creative anymore and I mean I write poems and I wrote books books which I never finished and I will probably never publish but I've read so many books and everything and then it really inspires you to just sit down and just have to let your creativity flow whether you're sitting in a forest and you make up a story about how this is an enchanted forest and you're looking for fairies or whether you're just looking at again like two people on the rocks and you make up a whole romantic love story about them uh and i think it's very cute and it's a very very keeps your mind flowing keeps your creativity it's so it's just a beautiful thing i think people are beautiful and unique and it's just it's such a good little fun activity as well I like doing it when I see old couples as well and I like to like imagine how they met and how romantic it was especially because I feel like romance it died a little bit like romance is a little bit dead I'm not saying no one is romantic anymore because I think there's loads of romantic people uh, and I've met loads of romantic people but sorry <laughs> uh, there's so many people now who are romantic and have so many romantic gestures but then there's back then I mean my literature teacher she was going on about how her husband he by he they lived in a countryside countryside and uh, they lived far from each other and there wasn't cars then so they couldn't just like ride their cars I mean there were cars but not everybody had cars and they were like teenagers they didn't have cars back then because there was hardly any cars and you had to wait a bunch of years for it but that's not very important to this story right now and her husband he would bike so many hours like he would bike like three or four hours to get to her house just to see her and read her poem or read her a quote from his romance book or anything and it i think that's so beautiful and it's so romantic and I'm, I've always been a hopeless romantic I don't think I could ever be in a relationship which wasn't just filled with romance I could never be in a relationship which doesn't which doesn't uh, respect each other and if you're not trying to impress your partner and make your partner happy every second you're with them then um, I don't think that it's for me I mean I've always wanted something so romantic like whoever I marry has to be like so romantic and I'm very romantic as well I really like making presents for people making people happy so it's, it's really important to me uh, romance especially in relationships uh, especially romantic relationships it's very important that 
the other person is who I I have high expectations or at least people call it like high expectations but I don't think it's a high expectation to know the kind of person that I want to be with it's like it's not a high expectation that I expect this person to be like this and it's not like I'm coming up with an expectation which is impossible uh it's like mainly it's like the bare minimum like just small romantic gestures is so important to me like the smallest little things the smallest little compliments and everything uh it's so it's so important to me and uh i don't think that's high expectations i don't think i'm expecting something which is too much i'm just i want romance and kindness and respect and obviously i don't want it where it's one-sided so if they respect me if they're kind to me if they're romantic to me i respect them i'll be kind to them and i will be romantic to them and it's very important to have two-sided relationships and also someone who's very good at communicating uh because i think communication is very much key and if you can't communicate and you can't express your opinions then it's not going to work especially because a lot of times i have problems expressing my opinions so i definitely need someone who is good at expressing their expressing their opinions and problems without starting arguments because i think it's very important for me to control it i can't have someone who can't express their opinions because it will drive me mad if they don't tell me why they're angry at me so if they have a problem i need someone who will talk about their problems if they have a problem and i think it's very important that you before you get into any kind of relationship where it's friendship romantic you know like any any kind of relationship you have to figure out what kind of relationship you want with a person like what's your what's your ideal best friend or your ideal boyfriend girlfriend partner cuz you can't have a healthy relate like i mean like and i'm not saying that you can have someone who's the complete op- yeah you can't love someone who's the complete opposite of your ideal type don't get me wrong like that's not what i'm saying i mean i my ideal type is kind and i fool him for like some assholes but um that's not what i mean i'm joking like you could fall for someone who's like who's completely the opposite of what you thought you would end up with and you could still have a completely healthy relationship and that's fine i'm just saying that personally for me because i i'm very mess i have very messy thoughts i mean that's why this is called the messy bitch podcast and i i it's really relaxing and it makes me more comfortable if i know what i'm looking for in a person and it's not just jumping in head first and seeing what comes out of it uh, which can also be a bad thing sometimes because sometimes if someone's not exactly well, not that I if someone has nothing of the ideal traits which I want, I'm not going to try and get to know them, which is pretty bad because uh, they might be uh, someone who I might really get along with. Uh, and I'm working on that. I'm working on getting to know people before I judge them. As I said at the start as well, you can't just judge someone on the, the first time you meet them. Uh, so I'm, I'm, my new thing is to try and understand people and get to know people before i start judging them definitely uh and now i've been talking for 40 minutes and if you're still here listening to this podcast i'm very impressed uh and also 
I think that's why reading is so important as well. I've, I'm reading and listening to music and anything. Like, I've met a bunch of people who said that they don't like to listen to music, they like to read. And I think that's so crazy. Because reading and listening to music and watching movies or, like, you know, these kind of stuff, they have, they give you culture and going to museums and looking at artwork. Like, you don't have to be the biggest art nerd to enjoy looking at art. It's, it's so crazy when people th- tell me that they don't like music, especially when it's like they don't like music. Like, how can you not like music? And, and I'm not expect, and I'm not saying like people who only listen to music a few times and they're not as obsessed with music, cause, but, but I've met people who said that they never listen to music, which is crazy. How can you never listen to music? Like music is such a big part of life it's it's like one of the most beautiful bits of art in the world and if you say that there's because just because you've not found music but music which is for you there's so much music and i mean if there's anyone listening to this podcast right now who says that who says that they don't like music and i don't really listen to music i recommend to find playlists or to find artists or ask really close friends or distant friends or complete strangers uh their music taste and then go listen to that and if you enjoy, you might find your favorite artist i mean i found songs which i like in the most random places and i don't i don't i have this thing where i judge people for their music taste sometimes and i'm also trying to work on that because like people can listen to whatever they want i also do this when people listen to books like personally, I hate, hate, hate Colin Hoover. And I feel like there's some Colin Hoover fans listening to this right now who are staring at me like, how can you hate Colin Hoover? So please don't go, please don't go if you uh, like Colin Hoover. I don't like Colin Hoover. I don't like her as a person or as an author. Uh, I don't like her books. And before you say that, oh, it's good because you haven't read any of her books. I have, I started reading It Ends With Us. And it was, I don't like Colin Hoover because she really romanticizes abuse. And actually, I'm not going to talk about romanticizing abuse and things like that, because I've been thinking of making a whole episode based on uh, the romanticization of things. Especially because I just read The Secret History, which romanticizes, uh, you know, the whole Greek class. If you haven't read it, I really recommend it. I'm uh, so obsessed with it. Uh, it can be hard to read sometimes and it has a lot of trigger warnings so definitely before you read it check out the trigger warnings please don't read anything which triggers you in any way it's not good for you like there's so many books in the world please 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 don't read the ones which trigger you so they have like trigger warnings of abuse and sexual assault and all of those things so definitely check the trigger warnings and if they don't trigger you at all then read it it's so good and it's wrote so amazing and Donata she's oh my god she's just she's amazing and if you've read if we were villains that it's also it's a lot like that in some way so if you like that book you should definitely read it and if you've read the secret history and you really like the secret history then you should read if we were villains so if you've read if we were villains and you liked it you should read the secret history and if you read the secret history 
and really liked it, you should read uh, We Were Villains. Because both books are really amazing. I can't remember the author of uh, We Are Villains, but We Are Villains. I, I kind of remember the title right now. Uh, but I will put all of the books I mentioned. Every time I mention books in an episode, I will put them in the description. I think you can put a description in this. I've obviously never made a podcast, so I'm not sure. But if I can, I will put all the books I've mentioned in the description. Uh, especially books which I said that I liked. So I think it's very important to read and listen to music uh, because it's it's such an important part of life. And uh, to be honest, DM me because I'm I'm going to make I'm, I haven't made an Instagram for this podcast yet, but uh, I will be making one uh, and a TikTok. So feel free to DM me on either of those, and I will one hundred percent give you music or book or film or shows or any kind of recommendation which you ask me of especially because I'm not going to get much viewers I might get more viewers later on but right now I'm not expecting loads of viewers and I'm not expecting loads of viewers in the future either as I said at the start I'm definitely just doing this because it's fun and I'm doing it for myself and I don't care how many people listen to it uh, so, uh, this was uh, really exciting. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to this whole thing, and uh, I probably will make longer episodes and shorter episodes as well. Really depends on the topic I am exploring. Uh, this was kind of like an introduction. An introduction. Uh, the first episode, I got into a lot of topics, surprisingly, in the first episode, which I wasn't expecting to get into all these topics. Uh, I accident. I wrote so many bullet points, and I was going to be more broad about them, uh, but I ended up mentioning all of them, even if it was an accident. And I was like, "Oh, I already talked about this." Uh, and if there's any topics which really interest you, uh, just tell me, and I will definitely make an episode. Well, not definitely, but I will uh, try my best to make an episode of of topics which you would like to hear me rant about. Uh, I will also be trying to talk slower because uh, I talk very fast. Uh, it's, I guess, a part of my personality. I talk very fast and sometimes because my brain, it goes way faster than my mouth. So I talk really fast and I'm trying. That's why so I say um and like random noises throughout my sentences is because I realize I'm talking very fast. And especially on podcasts, it's not good to talk at that fast because not everyone can keep up. Especially because a lot of my friends who I told that I'm making this podcast to want to listen to this podcast. And if English is in your first language, it's very hard to understand it. Especially because I have like a kind of British accent uh, and I talk very fast as well. So it's definitely harder to understand. Uh, but this was very fun. And uh, I actually really enjoyed it. At the start I was a bit nervous, but then I got more confident. And I really enjoyed making this episode. And I uh, can't wait to make more episodes. I was thinking about updating uh, like every second week on the weekends. But in the summer it will definitely be easier. But next year I am auditioning for high schools and everything. So it will be 
very hard to keep up with this routine all the time but I promise I will try my best uh, even if I might skip sometimes I will try and always tell you when there's not going to be an episode that week or that maybe even that month because I might have like big gaps so I'm also very unorganized sometimes so I'm gonna try my best uh, but I really hope that you enjoyed it I mean if you've made it to the end congratulations uh, and I love you and I really hope really really hope that I see you later on and you can listen to me rant about other topics so for now goodbye uh, and have a nice day night evening morning whatever time you're listening to this and I really really hope you enjoyed the first episode I know that I did um I also hope that people I know in real life will not mention this podcast to me ever because this is really embarrassing for me uh so thank you so much for listening um please follow or subscribe or I don't know how it works on Spotify uh to get told whenever I post new episodes and I will try to talk slower and also if you gave me any tips or topics please DM me on Instagram I would really really love uh for your uh topics ideas and tips especially if you have a podcast yourself tips on how I can make my podcast better or more interesting would definitely help me a lot and you can just give me all your thoughts about the podcast or what you thought of the episodes and I will be so happy whether you liked it or not you can tell me everything all your opinions so have a nice rest of your day or whenever ta- or whenever you're listening to this uh have fun and I love you so 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 much bye bye